Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about some of the easy, natural tools that you can use to manage your stress. Most of the lifestyle changes that we bring up here on the show can be done by anyone, meaning that if you are using medications for your anxiety or other things in your life or not, you can usually do what we are discussing. The place to have caution is with adding vitamins, herbs, and supplements of any kind, as these will need to be okayed by your prescribing physician. And it's just like all the other tools and tips. Some of these will resonate with you and some of them won't. And that's okay. We don't need to do everything. And that's a point that I really want to stress here today about the drive to do everything or to do many things to make the anxiety go away. It's really important to find the line here between gathering useful information and educating ourselves and being obsessed with finding the silver bullet to make the anxiety go away. We really want to be careful because when, of course, when we are not feeling good, we want to find the thing that works. We want to find the answer. And we want to find it now because we don't feel good. I get it. I have totally been there. And when you haven't already come out, any stress feels like it's just going to knock you back and that you're, you're never going to feel on top of things again. I guarantee you, you will feel on top of things again. And life's stresses will still be difficult and uncomfortable, but they won't make you feel like it's going to be like that forever. That's the whole different feeling. So I want to make sure that you're not adding to your anxiety by obsessing with finding the thing, the silver bullet. There's no need to do everything or even keep gathering more new information. There's a place for us to all put into action the things that we have already gleaned over time. There's a time to stop Googling and stop looking for the cure and actually let ourselves let go and go out and live our lives. Yeah, there are many things that drive us further into or out of anxious states, and it's wise to be aware of what those are. And that's why the show comes out twice a week, because there is a lot that we can do. Many things are very helpful and good for you, but they don't take away your anxiety. We discuss so many things here that are for more immediate and acute situations and for learning to calm down enough to get some perspective and to begin to learn the truth about what you really need to do or not do and the changes you need to make or not make. The truth is we all need to learn to accept and to surrender rather than fighting and seeking out something or someone to do it for us. Anyone who has recovered from anxiety will tell you 
as soon as they stopped trying so hard, they started to feel better and stopped caring so much when they didn't feel great. This is a key. This is super important. And I know I've said it here before, but it felt like it was time to say it again as we talked about more natural kind of approaches. It feels like it's important that you know that when you actually can get over the things that we're trying to do here to give you some immediate sense of calm, an immediate sense that you can go forward and in the acute situation so that you can breathe, right? So you can catch your breath, right? Because so much is is just being piled on with anxiety over and over and over. So we're trying to help you to catch your breath and so that you can go forward and be able to finally let go. Let go and not caring so much when you don't feel good. It's okay to not feel good. Okay? So once we begin to let go and start being instead of always doing, things begin to change. The reality is that the things on the list that or the things that we talk about here actually help to lead us to this kind of acceptance and surrender. Not acceptance of this is how I'm going to be forever. Acceptance of, of life the acceptance of the moment. And that gives you the space to be able to deal with it, to deal with the moment. And that's what I'm trying to do here is to give you things that can help you crack open just a little bit of space so you can catch your breath and you can keep going then and keep getting more and more space added on so that at some point it doesn't matter if you have a bad day. It doesn't trigger you into a trip down the wormhole anymore. That being said, I offer today some natural approaches to help you to calm down enough to begin to accept, to begin to surrender, and to begin to finally stop trying so hard when you don't feel good, and that you can stop trying so hard that you are feeding your anxiety and adding fuel to the fire. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with 
code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, on to some natural approaches to help you calm down enough to begin to accept and surrender and finally stop trying so hard that you actually are feeding your anxiety. Let's just use these ideas as things that we can do to get a little bit more space in our life, a little bit more peace and calm, and we will build on that. I guarantee you it's possible. If I could do it, anybody can. I'm going to start off with vitamins and supplements. These were helpful for me, even though it isn't the silver bullet. Again, I want you to remember that. And Again, my disclaimer that I want you to see a healthcare provider for lab tests to determine if you are deficient in any vital nutrients. It's easy enough to have done. And you can work with your coach or your healthcare provider to find the right supplements, dosage, and the quality to meet your nutritional needs. These changes you might need to make with your vitamins and supplements need not be forever, but they can help you to recover from any deficiencies if they are present. And as always, seek the advice of your prescribing physician if you are using any medications, and that means prescription and over-the-counter. So some of my favorite supplements and vitamins and herbs in that category are the CBD. Vitamin D is vital. I hope that you are have all probably been checked for that. Most doctors, when you get your blood work, will tell you what your vitamin D level was. Magnesium, valerian root, licorice root, ashwagandha, rhodiola, omega-3 fatty acids, probiotics for your gut, the B vitamins, and L-theanine. And L-theanine is an amino acid that can actually help you improve focus, reduce stress, and it promotes relaxation. And the B vitamins are super helpful in all nervous system functioning. So that again is, if you're taking a multi, you might have that already covered. But those are just some of my favorites. And I think in other episodes, I have gone more deeply into some of those. And I may do that again, because things change. And every day we're uncovering more wonders of the herbs and vitamin world. The next tip that I have for you is to cut out caffeine and sugar. As difficult as it may seem to cut out the caffeine and to you know, decrease your sugar intake, doing so will make a huge difference in your symptoms. And this is for real. I want you to give this a try if you haven't already. Many people come to me and say, they just will not give up the caffeine. And I get it. But you know, if you're anxious, and you don't want to give that a try, you're kind of fooling yourself because caffeine mimics stress hormone release. I mean, the caffeine is like, it mimics fear. It's, it does the exact same hormonal release. So it's like having extra fear in your life. Why bother? Give it a try. I'll get off my soapbox now. You know how I am with the caffeine. You can still enjoy coffee. You can still enjoy tea. Just go to the decaf. There's so much less caffeine in it. Even if there's a little, it's way less than a regular coffee or tea. Now, stress management is really one of the natural tools that we can 
take a hold of here because many anxiety symptoms are self-inflicted. We have things like we're overscheduled, we have clutter, we make promises that are near impossible to keep, we have poor boundaries. These are just some of the culprits. I want you to take a look at your priorities and begin to get control of your schedule and your life. The next one I have jotted down here for you is to learn to say no. This will really help with some of the issues that I mentioned in the stress management. If you need it, take an assertiveness class or work with a coach or a therapist on boundaries. Many of us are people pleasers and we pay the price for it. Don't be a slave to your kids or your spouse, your partner, your boss, and your friends. You are equal in these relationships. And so you have to learn to say no. You don't have to do everything for everybody. It can be fun actually to eventually get the boundary piece down because you will find that you have more time in your life, more space in your life, and you will be calmer. The next one is self-care. That's a thing that we all need to pay attention to do. People who have trouble saying no or being assertive often place other people's needs before their own. Mothers are usually at the top of the list for the poor self-care. So I want you to remember that by self-care, I'm not talking about trips to the spa. I am talking about taking care of yourself, the way that you would take care of your child, all of their needs, not just their physical needs, and not just a happy birthday party. It would be all of their needs, their physical needs, their emotional needs, and you need to do this for yourself. Try to remember that if you don't take care of yourself, you will be less efficient as a parent, a spouse, partner, employee, and friend. Exercise. Again, exercise is the great stress reducer. 30 minutes or more, three to five times a week. I actually think it should do more than that, but I think this is what is generally out there for minimum exercise. 30 minutes, let's say five times a week or more, will improve your health and decrease your anxiety. And it really also helps with sleep, which is part of why you might be feeling stressed, right? So these things all build on each other. And then clean up your diet. You can't just take a bunch of supplements, even though they're great and they have their place. You have to look at your diet. The connection between nutrition and mental health is critical. You may need to begin with supplements to get back on track, but if you eat your fruits and veggies, you will begin to get the nutrients you require for good health and mental health with fewer supplements. And I want you to also pay attention to any food allergies or sensitivities you may have because those could be stressing your body also, along with whether you are taking in, you know, the negative kinds of foods, the junk foods, the processed oils, processed processed foods altogether, food coloring, fast food. You want to watch these things, the sugar, the sodas, 
they make a big difference. And I think that if you can clean up your diet, you will be able to see some changes being made. The next one is to stop the feedback loop. And what I mean by that is that most people with anxiety have a barrage of worried, anxious, critical, and intrusive thoughts running through their minds endlessly. These thoughts create much of the distress that is being experienced. Learn ways to manage these thoughts. Once you get the underlying cause of anxiety under control, it gets easier, but the feedback loop is the place where you just keep re-triggering yourself. You stay in the cycle, the fear, the adrenaline, the fear, more adrenaline. It just keeps going on. So we feed this often with our worried, anxious, critical, and intrusive thoughts. So what ones can we take control of? We don't have to worry. We can look at bringing ourselves back into the present moment. And we don't have to be critical. We can let ourselves off the hook and we can see, are we being critical of other people? Are we being critical of ourselves? This critical nature is stress. And so we want to watch that. That is someplace that we can interrupt this feedback loop of fear adrenaline, fear. Mindfulness is another thing that we need to do and is a very natural way of dealing with the anxiety and stress and panic in our lives. Mindfulness and mindful meditation is about living in the present moment. It's found to be very helpful in managing anxiety, including OCD and PTSD. So I want you to work on the mindfulness. And if you want to check out some of the other episodes that I've done around mindfulness, you can check out episode 485, which is Cultivating Mindfulness to Heal Anxiety. And I have one on mindful meditation, which is episode 164, how to ease into a formal meditation practice for anxiety. These are older ones, and so they are available through the ad-free premium podcast feed, which you can get at uh, anxietycoachespodcast.com slash ad-free. I'll do some more. I probably should do some newer ones on that so they can be available. More Things that you can do are things like deep breathing and relaxation. Often we are breathing with stress. If we are stressed or anxious, we are taking shallow, quick breaths from the top of our chest, the upper third of our lungs. And this type of breathing can worsen anxiety symptoms, leading to hyperventilation. Learning to take deeper, slower, belly breaths to calm yourself and to breathe slower, remembering the key point is to let the exhalation be longer and slower than the inhalation. And I want you to remember that you could probably breathe yourself into a panic attack or you can breathe yourself out of it. So that's how powerful the breath is. So just be aware of where you're breathing and remember just Concentrate on that exhalation longer and slower, and the inhale will take care of itself. 
I hope that these are helpful for you. And it just gave you a few more ideas of all the different places that you can begin to just tune things up a little bit so that you can have more space, more moments of calm so that you can begin to find your center and to be okay. I know you guys can do it. Again, like I said, if I could do it, anybody can. I still have stressful times, stressful moments. I can have a meltdown, but I don't go down the wormhole. I never believe that this is dangerous, right? So I don't trigger that anxiety. I am able to handle what's in front of me, even when it is extremely difficult and challenging. So you can do it too. I know you can. And now for today's quote. Do everything as far as you can for love, and you will see what you are capable of. One can make more progress this way in a year than in 10 by the way of fear. And that's from St. Mary Euphrasia. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.